Hello, and thank you for joining me for this episode of Get Off the Cash Flow Roller Coaster. I am your host, Amy Donaldson, author and certified sales performance and sales leadership coach. So as a coach, I draw inspiration from other coaches and other podcasts, and you know, I'm constantly filling my cup. Um, so I was listening to a Tony Robbins podcast and he's absolutely one of my all time favorites. And this particular episode really got me thinking, um, it really got me thinking about happiness and, and what makes me happy. So he was talking about these studies where they've asked people, you know, What's the best thing that could possibly happen, um, you know, and, and at the same time, or conversely, what's the worst thing that could possibly happen? And so a very common answer of the best thing would be winning the lottery, winning millions of dollars or a million dollars or whatever, whatever the amount and whatever is a lot of money to you. And a common answer to what is the worst thing that could happen is you being in a horrible accident and becoming a quadriplegic. So you're confined to a wheelchair, your arms and legs don't move. And that's just the worst, worst, worst thing ever. So they did these studies of people because both of those things happen to real life people every single day. So they've done studies of people who have won the lottery, huge jackpots, and people who have been in these horrible accidents. And yes, winning the lottery comes with an initial excitement and joy, and and that's a lot of fun in the beginning. And being in a horrible accident is a very traumatic event. And, and that's a horrible experience pretty much across the board when it happens. So now I want you to take a guess. Three years later, who do you think are happier? The lottery winners or the quadriplegics? Three years down the road. And really think about this. Imagine winning a huge jackpot, what your life would look like three years later and becoming a quadriplegic. So if you said the lottery winners, you'd be wrong. Interestingly, if you said the quadriplegics, you would also be wrong. So it's a quick trick question right? The reality is, and I find this really, really fascinating and really, really empowering. Three years later, most people have gone back to whatever level of happiness they had before the event. So before winning the jackpot or before this horrible accident. So yes, initially that's a dramatic impact on their life, their livelihood, their lifestyle, everything, right? Both of those events is something that touches every area of their life, but given enough time, they go back 
to the same level of happiness that they had before. So that brings me to the question of why. I think this is so fascinating. So why? Why is that true? Well, it's true because happiness comes from within. True happiness. It has nothing to do with your circumstances. It has nothing to do with the events and things that are going on outside. It is something that you create. It is something that you manufacture. And you either have habits and patterns that you develop that create a lot of happiness and bring joy into your life, or you don't. You either come from a place of happiness or you don't. So if you are at a point in your life right now where you're at a low point and you're looking for what is that thing to make me happier or to bring more joy, stop looking outside. It's inside. It's been in you all along. And one of my favorite pattern interrupts or ways to shift energy and shift intention um, and something that we work with people in coaching on, and one of the reasons why I love being a coach is this idea of our comfort zone and, and pushing yourself to actually get outside of your comfort zone. Because I really, it's interesting, I really think that this is a misnomer because our comfort zone in reality, first of all, is really not that comfortable, right? We don't have, our goals are not fulfilled. Our dreams are not coming. None of our desires, nothing we want sits within our comfort zone. So I want to challenge the idea of, is it really that comfortable? And really think of it as your confinement zone. This is your confinement zone. It's really, things are so much more comfortable on the outside of this little bubble that we keep ourselves in. And I think that we've misnamed it and called it a comfort zone because the wall around it, it's, well, it's, it's almost like this imaginary wall. You can just step right through it, but it's fear. It's a little, it, it's, it's just a little line of fear. So here we are in our confinement zone, mislabeling it, calling it our comfort zone, right? Here we are in our confinement zone, doing the things we do every single day that really aren't bringing us happiness, aren't getting us the result we want. There's something that we want over there, right? Just whether it's more sales in our business, whether it's that relationship, whether it's um, a better a better body, being more fit, right? But in order to get that thing, we have to do something that scares us. We have to cross this line. We have to push through and, and because we have to push through that fear for that moment, right at the edge, it feels more comfortable on this side of the line than on the, that side of the line. I promise you, when you push through that fear and you do the scary thing or the hard thing or whatever it is. So for a lot of clients, really interesting is just making phone calls, calling your favorite clients, calling your favorite people and just pouring love on them. It's a weirdly scary thing. Um whether it's that or going to networking events, or if you want a better body. I, a lot of people have told me this, that it's uncomfortable to go to the gym, especially if you're overweight, not feeling good about your body, and you walk in and all these people have all these beautiful bodies. Well, they have those beautiful bodies because they've been spending time at the gym. So it's, it's kind of one of those things where, yeah, you need to get over it and go do what they're doing and you'll have what they have. And that's true with everything. 
If you want more money, you look at the people who have lots of money. Well, what are they doing? Okay, do what they're doing and you'll have what they have. Now, oftentimes, if you just look at one person, because there's lots of ways to achieve a result. So sometimes if you just look at one person, you might want to say, I don't want to do that. Okay, fine. Because um, there might be more than one way. But generally speaking, if you're looking at a group of people and they all have something that you don't have and they're all doing something that's giving them that result, um, you might want to consider just getting over whatever it is that's holding you back. Whatever kind of head trash you have, whatever story you're telling yourself, whatever the reason is that's keeping you in your confinement zone, although you're calling it your comfort zone, where you're really not all that comfortable, right? So these are things that we work with people on in coaching. And one of the reasons why I love it, love it, love it so much is kind of helping people work through digging deep. And I have it too. This is myself included. And what I know for sure is that every time I push through that wall, every time I do the scary thing, I do the hard thing, I eat that frog. I'm so glad that I did. And it's funny because clients will often tell me, you know, I don't know why this took me so long. I didn't know why I didn't do this sooner. And it, 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 when you're standing there looking, facing your fear, looking at it, it seems so big and scary. Once you do the thing, looking back, it seems so small and so silly. So that's another thing that I want you to kind of think about. Um, and just, don't be afraid to take action because the universe rewards those who take action, not those who take notes. Action wins. Action trumps all. One of um, one of my favorite things that my dad taught me was, this is a long, long time ago and I'll never forget it. In any situation, the best thing to do is the right thing. Okay. The second best thing to do is the wrong thing. And the worst thing to do is nothing. So I love that concept because so many of us, we have those second two backwards. Everyone knows the best thing to do is the right thing. The problem is we're not always sure what the right thing is, or we don't know how to do it, or we don't know if we'll do it right. Or there's a lot of, you know, that that's kind of sometimes a hard target to hit. Um, and we end up doing nothing because we think that the worst thing to do is the wrong thing. When the fact of the matter is the worst thing to do is nothing. And so to give you an example, if you think of basketball players, right, the goal is to get the basketball into the hoop, right? Get it into the basket. So in that scenario, the best thing, the right thing would be making it in the basket. The wrong thing would be shooting for the basket and missing. So that's literally the second best thing. And I'll tell you why. The worst thing is just to hold on to the ball and not do anything. Because if you do the wrong thing enough times, you keep throwing and missing and throwing and missing. Eventually, it's going to go into the, the basket. Eventually, you're going to do the right thing. And this is true with almost everything in life. If you shoot for a target and you miss, whether in business, in relationships, you often now have another opportunity. You get another chance. You get, an, you get to step up 
you get another swing, you get another opportunity at bat. There's an, but when you're doing nothing, you, you don't develop those skills. You don't get the real life knowledge. So whatever it is, step past your fear, do the hard things. Um, I'm going to leave you with that. If you found value in today's episode, first of all, please be sure to subscribe. And second of all, think through who would benefit from this? Who who needs to hear this? Who do I know that needs to hear this? If you go ahead and just copy the link and text it to them, just say, hey, I heard this wonderful podcast and I thought of you. Hope you're doing well. Maybe it's someone you haven't reached out to in a while. Maybe this is, maybe there's somebody that you've been thinking about reaching out to and that's a scary thing for you. And just go ahead and text it to them. See what happens. Also, if you do decide to share this episode on your social media, Feel free to tag me and tell me what you liked, what you would like to hear more of in the future. That just helps me know what to create for you. And if you'd like my free gift, a free download of my book, just go to getoffthecashflowrollercoaster.com, enter in your email address, and you'll be able to download it immediately. Now go out and win the day.